Skitter. Skitter. Skitter pal meow meow. Welcome to the plug with Bushy, Sand in the Mountain Man. Welcome to the plug with Bushy, Sand in the Mountain Man. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome Skitter Pal Meow Meow to the another fantastic episode of the plug with Bushy, Sand in the Mountain Man. Wait a minute, hold on, what the fuck? This is backwards. Bushy, where the fuck are you? Wait, what? What? I was supposed to intro this thing. What the hell are you doing? I, I don't know. I was just spatting off, you know, just for shits and giggles, giving it a shot. But damn, no, I don't want this job. Take it back! <laughs> this son of a bitch just stole my goddamn limelight. Who the fuck <laughs> do you think you are? <laughs> I'm the motherfucking mountain man, by God. <laughs> yes, that's right. Welcome to another exciting edition of The Plug with Bushy, Sin, and the Mountain Man. Um, We have no sin. <clears throat> and frankly, this week we have no special guest. <laughs> I know, right? I, dude, is it is it just me? Or am I starting to kind of feel like... It's being done on purpose. Uh, that, that, that's what I'm kind of wondering, but at the same time, I'm wondering since Sin took off and he's from Puerto Rico, if I've got some juju down there, he said, fuck with these bitches while I'm gone. <laughs> Dude, that's, he's going to Puerto Rico. He didn't go to fucking <laughs> Haiti where they're doing voodoo shit or New Orleans where they're doing voodoo shit. It's Puerto Rico. <laughs> well, you, you never know. They may have some sort of weird-ass ritual down yonder. You know him. Hell, he'd fuck with us every chance he got. <laughs> That's such a true story. Oh, my God. That, God damn, that fucked me up. The mountain man opening up the show. I don't like it. I don't like <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm going to go show in formal protest. Informal <laughs> protest. I don't like it. Grady Clyde, somebody wants to turn in a protest. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word! You know this is funny because it's um, it's twenty after eleven Eastern Standard Time. We've been waiting around for a special guest to come on. Uh, they had a uh, internet cable outage. That's the story we're getting, and I hope it's true. I hope it's not because he's afraid to come on and deal with us. I'm pretty sure it's Wouldn't not. Wouldn't you be? Oh, yeah, I, I would be. I, I would be afraid to come slumming down here if I wasn't doing this show myself. Wait, well, why do you think whenever we, whenever we invite a special guest, I offer him a pair, a pair of waiters to come down to this low down on the totem pole? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, we get Lee Gersman. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I can't even get Bill Wang. Gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, we had we had some uh, uh, apparent 
internet difficulties, so our special guest is not able to join us tonight. I've been in contact with him on the phone, which is frankly better than the excuse I got from the last guest, who's going to be on with us next week, because he sent me a text fucking message. This guy said, send me your phone number, I have to talk to you. Hey, he talked to me... Yes, he talked to me on the phone. It's not like face-to-face, but it's as close to face-to-face as you can get to say, look, this is what's going on. And, and you know, we thought it would be turned on by this time. We thought it would be turned on by that time. It's not happened. So um, we're going to look for recording next week, if everything works out right, and airing three weeks from now, because I have Wadzilla next week, if he decides to show up. And the following week, we have Dr. Fuck, Ralph Vieira, from the Rock and Metal Combat podcast, both of them. And then after that, we should be having uh, John Lamoureux on. That's what we're hoping for. Hoping. Hoping. I'm telling you, I think we're jinxed, but hell, uh, either A, we're jinxed, (laughs) or B... So the pod gods must really love us rambling. I don't know which one yet, but I'm trying, still trying to figure it out. Oh, no. They don't love us rambling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't love us rambling. What the hell is that all about? Uh, ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> oh, here we go again. <laughs> The, the last, the last, the last listener we had just left. Uh, no, the only way they'd leave is if I scream, oh, I need my helmet to get on the boat to win my crown. Now they're gone. There you bye, go. Bye, bye. It's nice knowing you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, we, we don't have a special guest, which... Makes sense because we are pond scum. We are the bottom of the food chain. We are struggling to build a base. I mean, really, not man. Is that true? We are struggling to build a base. We get 20 to 30 downloads a week. Are we struggling to build a base? Just, just no, not to you totally. If you like, basically, I've come to realization for the people that has downloaded us is like our cousins, family, other podcasters that knows us real well. We're, we're growing little by little, but... To be as big as a lot of these other guys, yeah, I don't know if I've got to jump out in my thong and shake something at them just to be able to get hits, but fuck, we got to do something. Oh my God, please, please don't do that because we'll be off air tomorrow. No, no, a lot of them city women love a country boy in a thong. What you talking about? I I obviously know a different style of city women. They might like pickup trucks and tractors, but dude, there's nothing more unattractive in the world than a dude in a thong, especially well, well, especially with the body style you and I have. Because let's be real, we're not lifting weights and shit. No, but a six foot six, six foot three, you know the gas station joke, ha ha ha, mountain man in a thong. Can you just imagine? No, no, I don't want to. No, stop. <laughs> Oh, wait a minute, Bushy, we're lying. 
Do you realize that right now? We just said we do not have a guest. Oh, oh, we have a guest? Who the fuck wants to come on this show at this hour? Who? Well, considering he woke up for a bottle, he hears his uncle talking, won't take his bottle now, and is reaching for the computer, the Mountain Baby is now live with us, trying to reach for the computer to see you. <laughs> nice, nice. Hey, DJ, don't press buttons. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you know what? Yes, uh, unfortunately, this is Rambling Volume 5. Sorry. The powers that be. Yeah, exactly. The powers that be hate us. (laughs) So, without further ado, Mountain Man, how's your week? Oh, week's been... Really, really well. Cannot complain. Well, I can't at work, but that's nothing fucking unusual. At home, everything's been fantastic. Uh, Mountain Lady still loving her job. Little Mountain Baby here growing, being obnoxious and a little pissed as always. I've now come to realization when you say fuck babies, I now somewhat to an extent know why. I can't wait for him to turn five or six, seven. Oh, actually, dude, no. <laughs> no, I, I I totally get it. Um, and it's it's a nasty trade off. It really is because you you get them to that two or three year old stage, and they just love you all the time, want to be with you, and say all the cute things. I love you, daddy. And then they get to like twelve, where my daughter is, lady. It's like what? <laughs> it's nothing but attitude it is oh i I liked you more when you couldn't talk right but the truth is no i didn't because i was wiping your ass all the time (laughs) (laughs) there's 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 nothing you could do but enjoy the ride very true very true because i'll tell you this uh raising a kid um i i was in the army and i was deployed and uh, and I had an ex wife that cheated on me, and I had a ex baby mama that you know cheated on me for drugs, and even that is easier than raising a child. It's the most difficult yet most rewarding job you can ever have, especially when they're still sitting here sleeping in your home with you, especially. When you're a male, because when you're the dad, especially, I, I don't know how it is in New York or how it is in the rest of podcast land, but when you're a single dad, the courts don't care. All they care about is giving money to the mom. Give money to the mom. She deserves this. She deserves that. Give all that money. Right. Single dad can't get anything. I, I don't get a single dime. In child support for my daughter but I have custody of her and you know what that's all I care about I have custody of my daughter she lives with me she's away from drugs she's away from all that nonsense she's away from the violence that's what I care about and that's what you have to think about. exactly exactly well other than that for my week like I said nothing really interesting happened except for you know today 
it being uh, now 11, uh, 27 in the middle of the night, when we should be in the bed, and just a forewarning, me and Bushy have been drinking and are tired. So just imagine... Very much so. Just imagine how much stupid shit is fixing to come from this rambling episode. Plus me having to be up to take care of him. Oh, this is going to be great. But anyhow, Bushy, how about you? How was your week, my brother? Oh, well, just let me say, I think this is going to be a fucking disaster. <laughs> <laughs> but my week, um, oh, I'm so goddamn drunk at this point. Um, I are you mad at my me week trying was to okay? come up with what to say? Um, nah, yeah, 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 that, that's exactly what it is. Um, work, work, dude, work sucks. Work sucks. I have three machines down. I, I work in a factory that has 11 machines, okay? Um, we shut three down because we have to conserve our resin. Our resin comes out of fucking Texas, Seaside, Texas. Seaside, Texas has been under fucking water for the last couple of weeks because of Hurricane Harvey. So we, we, we shut down three lines to... um basically be able to still run product the problem the problem is now i have two extra fucking dudes running around that i have to find shit for them to do which leaves me nothing to do oh my god i am bored all day long i i you know you can only go and coach operators so much before it gets why are you am i so much right right well, one question, can't they go clean up the parking lot, clean up trash, something like that? Dude, I, I've been having them do that, and I am so happy you said that, because I have a guy that thinks sweeping and mopping is fucking beneath him, and I laugh, because I'm like, bitch, guess what? I've done all of that. But, no, it's, dude, there's no dirt on the floor, there's no dust on the machines because we have four shifts. Okay, we have two on the front half of the week. We have two on the back half of the week. There's nothing to do. It is so incredibly boring. Wow. Oh, yeah, it's it sucks because with two extra guys, normally I have my assistant foreman and two relief operators. Right. Okay. Now I have my assistant foreman, two relief operators, and two other guys that need some shit to fucking do. <laughs> yeah, that that would kind of suck. I'd, uh, wow. Oh, it, it, it's the worst thing in the world. And I, I, was, I, I planned on staying at work till 6 o'clock this past Saturday just to soak up the overtime. And I couldn't do it. 3.30, out the door. <laughs> I had to go, but here's here's the fucked up part, man. I I have been so stressed out, so stressed out. And for those of you who don't know, me and my girlfriend do not live together. We used to. Okay, we're coming up on our third year anniversary in February. If I could clap, I would clap for you right now. I, I guess I don't understand why you would clap. Because how many people can say they made it in a three-year relationship in this damn day and age? Oh, well, 
I, I don't know how we've made it, to be honest with you, because she moved out back in April or March because me and her daughter don't get along. Because she's one of these weak little hand-me-everything, and I don't like it if you say something to me the wrong way, and she likes to poke the bear, and I'm sorry if you're going to poke the fucking bear, the bear's going to attack back. Right. So we got to do a huge blowout way back in, I, I want to say March, it was before Easter. So me and, me and my girlfriend have not been living together since before then. And, and I am stressed out because I am trying to find a way to pay all these bills on my own while she's living with her mom and paying minimal bills and still catering to this fucking kid. Okay. Um, and, and it finally all came to a head the other night. Uh, uh, fucking Saturday night. I, I was finally done. I was so stressed out I was so sick of it and you know what I, I was drinking <laughs> and I just called the fucking spade the goddamn spade I am not going to call a spade a club I'm going to call it for what it is if you're not raising your kid to be able to handle the world as it is if you're handing everything to them then you're the fucking problem I told her straight up, it's only a matter of time before your daughter dictates that we can't be together anymore. Why the fuck are we still together? Right. Now, here's here's the funny part. After all this huge argument, I begged her to come home because I'm in love with this woman. Is that not the most pussy thing you've ever heard? Because she wants to be with me. She wants to live with me. Right. She just doesn't have the balls to stand up with her, uh, stand up to her kid. So it was a horrible, horrible night. Now, she did end up coming home. And it was great because we had lots of great sex that night. And then we woke up Sunday morning and I fucked the hell out of her that morning too. And then I did a mediocre show Sunday night uh, because, like you guys know, I'm radio DJ. So, uh, uh, internet DJ, which means nothing. <laughs> Dude, do you know how hard it is to do a show during football season? Uh, on Sunday night, 9 p.m.? Oh. You, you really might want to be careful because you know the subject I'm going to bring up if you keep talking about that. I don't care because fucking Green Bay lost too. I, I, the fact of the matter is, it is so hard to do a show on Sunday nights because people are watching football. Right. And metalheads also love sports. And that's not even the worst part. I also know what's coming up next. Metalheads are also nerds. And The Walking Dead is coming back in October. Dude, do you know how hard it is to do a show when The Walking Dead is on? Oh, my God. I'll be right there watching because I'm not a fan. Oh, well, thank God, because I'm a huge fan, and I have to tell people on social media and on my radio show, no fucking spoilers. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> right. 
So I did my little bullshit show Saturday or Sunday night. It, it wasn't a great show. Not nearly as good as the show that I did the week before for my anniversary. And then we're back to today. 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 Just today. Okay, yeah, just yeah. today. Yeah, that's how exciting it's been. And you know what? Here, fuck this. To tell you how weird this dichotomy is with me and my woman... Look, last night after my show, I just laid a blanket down on my floor in my living room, put a couple pillows down so I could watch a movie. I can't tell you what movie because, well, you know, beer. But I, I lay down to watch a movie and fall asleep. And woke up this morning with Jen laying next to me because after she dropped her kids off of school, she came over here to be with me. It's oh, it, it sucks so much. You don't know. If this woman wasn't so devoted to me, I would tell her to fuck off. Understand. I really Under would. I would tell her to fuck off. Understandable to a point, but just like you said, the pussy thing. When you're in love, you're in love. Well, yeah, it has nothing to do with love. It has to do with the fact that we can't live together because a 14-year-old fucking kid says we can't. The other side of that is, says that anytime she can, she comes home to me. So it's, oh, I, I have such a hard time dealing with it. And like I said, Saturday night, it just kind of came to a head because I'm so stressed out about, you know, she's not paying the bills that she would pay if she was here. She's living with mom now. So she kicks in towards nothing because her fucking mother owns her house. Okay, so there's no rent. Right. So she helps out with the direct TV, helps out with the fucking uh, uh, electric bill, and helps out because her kids like certain foods. She's not paying half of anything. She's paying like an eighth of everything. Gotcha. And me, I've gone from a household where we were paying half to where... I'm paying all of it and paying a truck payment now because she left after I fucking bought the truck. So I, I'm just, I, I've been so stressed out. But at the same time, this woman wants to be with me. She just won't stand up to her daughter. Uh, I'd have to admit and say if that was the case, if I was in that scenario, I don't know how I'd do it, dude. But at the same time, though, with as much shit as me and my wife so far has been through, I, I I get it on the devotion part because, I mean, you look at me and my wife, and I'll say this in the easy way possible for everybody to know, but when they say opposites attract, they're not fucking lying. It is a very damn true statement because... Look, for real. Because, I, I mean, you got to look at me. I'm six... Literally, this ain't the gas station joke again i am six foot one i weigh 231 pounds last time i weighed myself my wife is maybe five foot four five foot five big height difference she is a hardcore country fan i am a hardcore heavy metal fan she loves doing all sorts of country, oh, lovey-dovey, watching love movies. Just give me a damn horror movie and a demon and a beer 
and I am the happiest son of a bitch you've ever seen in your life. It is an absolute true statement and a very damn hard fact to love somebody that is way more different than you. I've, uh, me and my, luckily, luckily, me and my wife are going on next year. We'll be married six years. We now have a beautiful baby boy who is getting ready to turn a year old. I would not trade that for absolutely anything. I wouldn't trade her for a damn thing, period. But on it being arguing, fussing, and because uh, we're so different, motherfucker, it is hard. <laughs> oh, dude, that is so funny because Jen is such a huge country music fan. And I get pissed off because she doesn't even like country music. She likes that pop fucking country shit. This popular today. We're just two different people that love each other and have a lot of the same views. She just refuses to act on them, so I completely understand. Well, see, that's one difference I can't say with Jessica. Now, when we first got together, I mean, my wife was one was raised in the South, so ninety percent of the women raised down here. Uh, you're you're pretty much raised to cater to your husband, do as your husband says, y'all da da da. Well, I I get that to a kinda sorta not hundred percent agree with point. And finally, whenever me and her, after I'd say, because we moved in together, but nah, fuck that, make me a sandwich, uh, bitch. Yeah, okay. I dare you to come over here and tell my wife that with her 12-gauge she's got sitting right beside of her. Be sure and come over here. I want to see it happen. Anyway. We're my, and, I mean, that's the way Jessica was, though, dude. Just like you just said. If I if I would have ever told her that, that's exactly what she had done. She was raised that way. Luckily, because I've... I mean, my as, as many of you have heard Granny C come on this mic... Granny C used to work as a prison guard. She was the most hated female guard at an all-male prison, most feared guard in the Appalachian Mountains. And if that ain't a true statement, I'll kiss your ass. But anyway, I've always... That ain't country. Dude, you just changed one of my songs. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Right. But I've, I've sat here and seen women, and I've never viewed a woman as being a man's plaything or them being, you know, down at the bottom, having to do what a man... No, I do not 100% agree oh, with that. Oh, great. So I'm, so, so I'm the asshole No, here. you're not the asshole because you don't 100% believe it either, dude. Don't give me that line. No, I don't. It was, it was funny. You just fucked up. Uh, well, you, you know, whatever. And you and you go get your helmet and shut up. Anyway. Oh, there we go. There's our last listen. <laughs> but I've sat there and seen my mom, how strong a woman she And I finally got got to where I had to look at Jessica, and she would say, all right, baby, here, I made your lunch. I literally had to grab the lunch and throw it in the fucking trash can. Because I'm like, honey, this is not what I want you to be. Because she would look at me and make me lunch, have the house completely spotless, and wouldn't have time to do anything but that. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, what? She, she made you lunch. Yep. And you threw it in a trash can? Did. Dick. Well, you got to understand, dude, completely. No, I don't understand. 
I'd have been like, oh, God, thank you so much, and would have fucked the hell out of her. What? What? Well, see, let me explain. The, Jessica then was so submissive. Dude, every word I said ever back and called, 90% of racist, sorry-ass assholes would have loved marrying my darling of a wife. Because that's exactly the way she was raised to be. If I told her to go get a beer, she would go get a fucking beer and not even bitch or gripe about it and come back with a fucking smile on her face. I That's not what I look for in my significant... Oh my God, you just fucking pissed off every male in America. Every male in America can suck my dick because I don't fully believe that for a person because... The way I look at it, if and that's why my wife is doing what she is doing today. Before she was working in retail and going to cater to only customer service, I finally told her, I said, screw that shit. Do what you want to do. If you want to come home and you're tired, fucking sit on your ass and relax. Don't freaking cater and run around and do this. It took me literally a year to get her out of the state of mind because... It made me feel like a slave driver. Made me feel like, oh, just because I worked and come home, she worked fucking nine and a half, twelve hours, and still come home to cater to me. I'm sorry, I didn't 100% agree to that. And that's why my wife now today has her dream job that she always wanted to do. And she'll stand up to any man, including you, with that 12-gauge shotgun now, when she wouldn't do it before. Oh, no, that's awesome. And, and and you know what? I totally agree with you, even though I'm busting your well, balls. thank you. Thank you very much. And, and, you know, and that's amazing. And that's what I'm dealing with with my woman is she's 100% independent. Even though she wants to be home, my problem is she caters to her children because she babies her children and I think this is a horrible thing this is a horrible thing to baby your fucking children because it does not prepare them for the real world now oh 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 shit now I gotta do some fancy editing because I was going to go into the words. Of no, go ahead. Go ahead. We're good, man. We're good. Well, this is going to be hard. Hold on. What the fuck was I saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> this episode's going to suck. <laughs> oh, shit. But it's time now for everybody's favorite segment. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for everybody's favorite learning segment. That's right. It's the Plugs Words of the Week. That's right. It's time for the Plugs Words of the Week. Mountain Man. Yes, sir. Because, you know, nobody else is here, and I have got to hear yours, and I have not come up with a, this is a ridiculous fucking word of the week song. 
<laughs> wow. What you got? Cantaloupe. Oh, God. Why do I know where this is going? Why, why do you, why, Give it to me. You, you think you know where it's going? I, I have an oh, idea. Okay. Cantaloupe. What is a cantaloupe, brother? A, a delicious fruit. Way better than a watermelon. Way better than a honeydew. Orange in flavor. Delicious. By God, somebody agrees with me. Thank God. Anyway. Cantaloupe. <laughs> Love me some Canelope. Right? <laughs> cantaloupe. Oh, fuck. Cantaloupe used within a redneck term. Especially with us talking about being with someone significant. Well, I was going to go get married, but the only problem is now that bitch want, uh, wants to just run over here and run over there. So I decided I cantaloupe that woman because, damn it, it ain't worth it no more. <laughs> this son of a bitch. <laughs> Every week. Look. Do you understand the plagiarism that is happening every week? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm good. I should I should put up like the, the special victims unit fucking music before you goddamn do your damn. Word of you want to? Because I mean, dude, if I if, I'd love to just know how many. Because I know I know you're a very you know t a very what's the word I'm looking for. You cannot. I don't you know. Cannot stand but I am well versed. The language. I am well versed in Jeff Foxworthy's humor, and I think you're stealing. No, I'm not. <laughs> I hope not. No, not at all. But I'm going on the record right now. I hope he's not. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cantaloupe. Well, hey, it works. <laughs> It it does, it doesn't. Jesus Christ. Well, see, I, I know for someone like you, I, I, I wouldn't want to see this happen, but every time I do the redneck word of the week, I would just love to see the people that are snowflakes and kind of like you. I'd love to just see their eyes twitch and their brains fry just from hearing me talk. Oh. I'd just see it. Brother, you do it to me every week. <laughs> every week. Your word of the week's like, oh, god damn it. <laughs> because I take this as a chance to educate the people. That is educating down south. No, no, you're going way the other way. No. Because that way, whenever the foreigners or the Yankees or whoever comes down here, when we start talking really quick, at least I'm giving them opportunity, if they go back and listen to our episodes, to kind of somewhat understand what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> you said the Yankees when they come down and the Southerners talking really quick. They ain't a Southerner in the fucking world that talks quick. Shit, have you ever been a NASCAR fan? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Really? From down here, you've actually met quite a few of them and actually listened to them talk. No, I've seen it on TV. I'm a big uh, Bill Elliott fan, so... Well, I've got friends down here that will literally, if you get them started on as much beer like you drink, 
and get them started talking on Ow! NASCAR, it literally jumps from me talking like I am now to literally, well, now, did you see now Tony Stewart now run around there and jump up around, and he made another left turn, another left turn, and then he ran up here and went down there and ran over here and ran over there, and blah, 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 blah. No, thank you. <laughs> no, that's called broadcasting, and I'm okay with that because my uh, my daughter's mother is Puerto Rican, and I can't hear her as fast as she speaks, <laughs> so I get right. it. <laughs> oh, so, what's well, your word of the week? Oh, yeah, song. Let's hear this. Wait, what song? What? Huh? I thought that's what you said a minute ago. Your word of the week was song. No, no. My 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 asshole phrase of the week is shut the fuck up. Oh, okay. <laughs> Perseverance. Yeah, that's right. That's a big word, ain't it, dub? Yeah, perseverance. I actually know the dictionary term, asswipe. <laughs> well, what's it mean? Perseverance, overcoming, being able to fight through and or being able to fight through a struggle, get over or be able to move on from something that is very difficult or challenging. Did um, I just blow up your brain cells for actually being yeah, right? Yeah, you yeah, you fucked me up because you Googled that shit. <laughs> Google it. How can I Google holding a nine month old trying to get his ass to sleep? Good try. But I oh my God! Because the, the the definition I have is adherence to a uh, course or action to persist in or a main constant to a purpose. But it's exactly what you just said, and dude, you did not know I was picking that word. You haunted motherfucker! <laughs> How did you do that? Uh... Because I have all the faith in the world that there's no way you would have known that word. Um, a lot of people don't give us, southern people, a lot of faith because of how we talk and how we act. Yes, I will 100% admit how I act on this show is how I act every single day. But if I really wanted to be smart, by God, I'm smarter than what people give me. <laughs> Well, holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot smarter than I expected. That was amazing because it was almost like you knew what word I was saying. That was awesome. Duh, yes, sir. My man. Yes, sir. What song you want to hear? What song do I want to hear? Well, considering you want to make fun, basically make fun of my intelligence, and 90% of people think it's <laughs> Southerner. Dude, I can't help it. Really, what are the odds you would have been like giving me a textbook definition of perseverance in the modern era as opposed to my old ass dictionary? That was amazing. No, uh, me. This song is a uh, southern rock song. Uh, one of my most favorite bands in the world. Uh, guitar player actually breaks his guitar string on this song every time he just about ever played it live. Stevie Ray Vaughan. Huh? Stevie Ray Vaughan. Uh, close, but not Stevie Ray Vaughan, no. I'm going to have to run with Blackfoot Highway Song. Highway Song! Highway Song! 
God. I, I, I want to play a song, but I don't even know where to begin because that was so amazing. And, you know, my notes are all fucked up. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I must have fried your brain actually knowing a damn dictionary quote. Fuck. Uh, God, dude, for real? For real? Look, Mountain Man. How the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. How the fuck? Did you know? Dude, seriously, I may be only 30 years old, but I am smarter than what I look and act. I like to have fun instead of being educational and being a snobby-ass, straightforward prick 24-7. I'd rather act goofy and surprise people's asses with knowing more than what they expect me to. It's so much fun that way. That's awesome. Yes, it is. Did you just call me a snobby-ass No, 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 not you. All these other freaks out here in this world that is just too fucking serious all the damn time. Every fucking snowflake in the entire goddamn U.S. There you go. If I can't stand them, want to sit there and be pissed off and mad and angry and serious all the time. I'd rather make a fucking joke and have a good conversation and pick and laugh my ass off all day long than I would actually be in a sophisticated, rich sorry ass punk that only talks intellectual all the time in sophistication so i'm good <laughs> you said intellectual yes leave me alone <laughs> and you just brought me back to where i thought you should be well you know maybe it's southern <laughs> i get my words mixed up so there you go <laughs> i love you brother man and you know what I, I, I got to go kind of in your vein. Hank Jr., come on over to the country. Woo! You said you'd never be caught dead Listening to people sing with hats on their heads Well, my, how times have changed did you get tired of heavy metal and chain? Come breathe the cool mountain air. Yeah, take a look at our pretty girls on the square. Yeah, by hat, no, you won't look like a fool. Cause country's hot and country's cool. Come on over to the country. I think you'll like it here just fine Come on over to the country We'll try to soothe your rattled mind Come on over to the country If you're in New York or L.A. We'll take you to Montana from the freeway. Come ride with us down the radio waves. We're here 24 hours a day. Yeah, my girl used to be a rock and roll queen. That was until the night she heard Bo Seamus sing. She married me and she 
that's right. Come on over to the country because uh, uh, 90s metal sucks. <laughs> you mean 90s grunge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Grunge. Fuck that shit. Oh, God. So, um, about a week ago, or... No, it was about a week ago, this little 11-year-old boy... And I don't remember his name because, frankly, Bushy's drunk. Shocking. I know, right? It's out of this world. Um, he wrote a letter to the president, Mr. President Donald Trump, saying he would be honored if he could come and mow the lawn. And Mr. Trump, granted this little boy's wish. He let him come and he let him mow the rose garden. Working with, of course, the grounds crew. Right. And, of course, Mr. Trump came out there and gave him high fives and, you know, hugs and was hugging his dad. Dude, the left is blowing up about this. About child labor laws. Oh, my dear God. <sighs> this is a boy that runs his little business. He does lawn mowing and weed whacking. And asks for like 10 bucks a pop. You know, whatever. Why the fuck will the left, those leftist media outlets, make this out to be bigger than it actually is. It's a boy that wanted to come and mow the White House lawn. And the President of the United States of America said, yeah, come on, come do it. And this boy and his family got to hang out in the Oval Office. You know, They got to hang out with the President of the United States. What the hell is going on in this country where these leftist bitches can't handle the fact that this little entrepreneur, this dude, this is a future millionaire, right? Yes. This is a guy that's 11 years old. I'm mowing lawns. I'm making money. I'm making money, making money. Why do they hate this so much? Well, what are your thoughts? Well, I can tell you, and I'm actually going to go kind of, and I'm going to prove to you how smart I can actually be, asshole. Oh, boy. I can't wait right. for this. <laughs> and I, I'll, I'll start this off with kind of a question towards you. When you were growing up, I'm, and I know this already for a fact, you were raised like me. When you were 9, 10, 11 years old, was you working around your house and doing chores? All the time. Okay. How many kids in this day and age and i've actually witnessed this myself do you actually believe are doing the same thing to be raised with the same moral character that me and you are less than 10 percent. actually i'm gonna say less than two you want to know why wow all right how how hard you uh, with both of us being fathers for yourself, how hard do you strive to provide better and more for your daughter than what was provided to you? 
Um, I'm busting my ass in a factory every day. And, uh, I don't know. My dad served 20 years in the Army, so... But you know what I'm saying. I'm not doing as much as exactly. I could. Exactly, but you know what I'm saying. You're trying to do more than possibly being broke in your daughter to having to go through that. Am I correct? I, I'm busting my ass every day so that she can have what okay. she wants or what she deserves. Exactly. Well, see, that, that word right there, what you just said, is the main reason why. All right. I'm the same way. I go to work five days a week working a job i don't have a career i work a job because of some of my past mistakes bite me in the ass i don't get a career right now in my life but i work a kind of decent but kind of shitty job to support my child to the very best of my ability when i was growing up my parents literally and i've even and granny clyde has even stated this on the podcast in the past they would eat macaroni and noodles years upon end, month for month, just so I could have what I wanted to eat. That's the big difference anymore. Parents striving yes. to do that or misconcept are having misconceptions of understanding what they should be doing as a parent to raise the child. It is a fantastic thing. A fantastic thing to want to strive for more and for better for your child. But they are misinterpreting raising their child and spoiling their child. Oh, true fucking story. God damn. Didn't we just talk about this a while yes, ago? Yes, we did. And see, that's the thing. They think, oh, I need to give my child this, give my child that. I need to give them everything they want so they don't have to do what I had to do. If you think... No! For one damn second, my son is here in my arms right now. I love this boy more than life itself because he's my son. But if you think for one damn minute in five years that just because he's sat on his ass in the house and hasn't done nothing but stare at a TV or play his video games and his mom asked him to do something and he didn't do it and then we go out to eat or go to a store oh daddy I want this I want that if you think for one damn minute that I'm going to buy him that because he didn't show initiative or want to show any respect towards me or his mother you have lost your damn mind holla there there is a big difference in spoiling and raising if you raise your child just like me and you bushy were raised to have respect now yes every child when they turn into a teenager and they start finding their individuality and figuring out what they want to be the type of person they're going to be how goofy how not goofy how serious how smart asshole uh that you want to be in life if you're not going to sit there and teach them the correct morals like all of us that are raised like we are so that they can be better in life and know and understand they've got to earn it, it's not fucking given to them, then they're going to be exactly in the situation of what we're saying now of why they're wanting to bitch and gripe over an 11-year-old having a dream of him actually being raised properly and him wanting to do something to make history for himself. Do you know how many people alone would want just to go mow the rose garden and actually have a chance 
to stand in it just one time in their life. Oh, oh absolutely. Absolutely. And I could not agree with you more. We have to teach these fucking kids coming up that personal responsibility, you have to have a weapon. It's not going to be handed to you. And that's what infuriates me about this generation is they want everything handed to them. I hate it. My daughter knows that when I come home after a 12 and a half hour goddamn day that I don't expect to have to do the goddamn dishes in the house so that I can fucking cook a meal. I get it. I get it. And when I do have to do it, I am in her ass hardcore. And she understands why I'm angry. The problem is, kids these days, they don't fucking care. They don't care. I've raised my daughter to know you have to pick up after yourself. You have to put forth an effort. You have to work. But I'll still come home sometimes. And I, 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 I'm infuriated. I'm infuriated. You know, it just happened the other day. Twelve and a half hours. Twelve and a half hours is what I work. And I come home and I find dirty dishes from the French toast that she cooked herself in the morning. And then I find on the same day when I come home after twelve and a half hours, all the dirty dishes from the French toast she made when she got home from school. But I also find the three or four or five mugs or cups or whatever it is she used to drink whatever she wanted to drink at a time. Right. It's infuriating. And it's like, you don't understand. Yes, even something so small as cleaning the fucking dishes can knock out an hour of the time I have to spend after I come home and these kids don't get it. They're little pussy ass sons of bitches. Oh, hey. So, now, it. one quick question. This is going to be me being a smart ass. With that statement I just made a minute ago, how much more are your brain cells fried actually knowing the mountain man has some common fucking sense? Oh, no. Your common sense is the same common sense that <laughs> I have, mountain man. The problem is, these pussy-ass liberal fucking bitches. Well, see, well, <laughs> that, you're exactly right. There is a damn problem with every fucking one of them. But, see, here's one thing that I firmly believe in, and that's called karma. A little bitty awesome woman that will pay you tenfold when you do right, but can turn into a T-mortal total bitch from hell when you fuck up. So... Basically, from that, you imagine how many of these youngins that are being spooled but don't even know how to clean a fucking dish to save their life. Hell, half of them don't even know how to wipe their own ass because their parents buy them new fucking fedora toilets anymore. Oh, yes. And they have pets and won't even take care of them. Exactly. Oh, I hate it. 
But you know what? I think it's time for more music. For sure. Uh, this time I'm turning it around on you, buddy. You're going first. Oh, you. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I've been called worse, but I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you very much. So, this goes out to all you uh, pussy fucking liberal fags. Yeah, I'm saying fags. I don't care. Because I don't believe political uh, correctness. All you that think everything should be handed to you, this is Paul Simon, homeless. Somebody cry, why, why, why? Somebody sing. Somebody sing, hello, hello, hello. Somebody sing. Somebody cry, why, why, why? Somebody sing. Hit your mind up. Hit your mind up. The sun over Yes, I'm a father, just a 
Graceland, and he got African tribesmen yep. to, to sing on the yes, album. Beautiful fucking album. Homeless is my favorite song on the album. It's just because it's actual African tribesmen. Yep. It's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And you know what? These little scumbags that we're talking about right now need to understand the dreams can come true, but you have to work yeah, for th- it. Thank God somebody actually stated it <laughs> for once. Now if we can just get it through everybody else's head. But now my turn. No, it, it, it'll never happen because Hillary's on her apology tour because everybody else is to blame and she lost. And that's oh, man, they need to get off their damn rag, get off their ass and get over it. Anyway, I'm going to go with my next song to some country. Holy shit, coming from the mountain man. What the hell? No. <laughs> no, that makes perfect sense. Mountain man, country. I expect more country out of the mountain man. <laughs> yeah, but it's kind of harder when you're a metalhead mountain man to pull that off. <laughs> anyway. I get that. This is actually going back to our top ten favorite songs of all time. I'm going to go with a song that I chose off that. Um, which I used to listen to this artist all the time before he retired. Fantastic guy. Done an absolute abundant amount of songs. Married also another country singer, Miss Trisha Yearwood. Finally, I said it right. But I'm going to have to run with Garth Brooks' When the Thunder Rolls. in the morning Not a soul in sight The city's looking like a ghost town On a moonless summer night The rain drops on the windshield There's a storm moving in He's heading back from somewhere That he never should have been And the thunder rolls And the thunder rolls Every light is burning 
in a house across town. She's pacing by the telephone in her faded flannel gown, asking for a miracle, hoping she's not right, praying it's the weather that's kept him out all night, and the thunder rolls, and the thunder rolls, the thunder rolls. And the lightning strikes Another love grows cold On a sleepless night As the storm blows all out of control Deep in her heart The thunder rolls Waiting by the window when he pulls into the drive. She rushes out to hold him, thankful he's alive. But all the wind and rain, a strange new perfume blows, and the lightning flashes in her eyes, and he knows that she knows, and the thunder rolls. And the thunder rolls The thunder rolls And the lightning strikes Another love grows cold On a sleepless night As the storm blows on Out of control Deep in her heart The thunder God, I, oh, what a great tune, what a great fucking tune, you know, hands up again, the last time you wanted a song to be played, I, I, I gave you props, and holy fuck, I'm giving you props again, thank you, thank great, you, thank great song, you. thank you very much, what a lot of people don't know, and I mean, when the thunder rolls, it's a song that's about, you know, uh, devastation to a point uh being feared about somebody not coming home but at the same time it's one of them songs that you can listen to on a rainy night without any problems or anything bothering you and actually enjoy it during an awesome rainstorm just because you want to you can interpret it any way you want to but that song i grew up on being one of granny clyde's favorite songs and i still today know it word for word Oh, I tell you what, uh, you can interpret that song only one way. (laughs) 
it's 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 about a guy coming home after cheating on his fucking woman. True. That, that, that's all there is. But I will say this. I will say this. I love that song. Yes. I absolutely love that song. So, my yes. man, what else you got? Well, we were talking about this earlier, and we didn't get to fully finish the conversation. Well, we were just bullshitting for damn near an hour before we got the cancellation phone call. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha. Bam! Bazinga, bitch! Bam. Double bazinga, motherfucker. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I got too much into that. Well, anyway. <laughs> um, oh, this poor guy. He's going to come on and just, like, bail on our show when he finally comes Oh, yeah. On. He's going to be like, oh, God, what am I getting myself into now worse? <laughs> you know, I, I got to say, he's more scared of you than he is of me, and I think that hilarious. Well, yeah, to a point. But don't give away all our fucking secrets yet. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 my bad. <laughs> anyway, a lot, as we all know, there's a lot of freaking crazy-ass people in this world that are in prison. I mean, uh, Ted Bundy, a shit ton of different people. I mean, the clown killers... Shit, a lot of them. But there's one that we see, what would you say, every other year, possibility of coming up for parole for this guy? Every other year. Every other year, constantly. But what is... Oh, my God. I, I had actually forgotten we had talked about really? that. Really? Wow. Well, you, we didn't get, Dude, we didn't get to... Drunk, shut up. <laughs> 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 oh, but what? And this this might pique a lot of people's interest because I'm gonna ask you the same question I did then now. But what is your personal opinion of of the possibility of Charles Manson being able to be brought out of prison? And this is a two part question. And please explain to me how it is that simple minded regular people. Just because Charles Manson believed he was a director over movies, this and that, yada da da, could build a fucking following and a cult like he did to be able to commit all the murders and the sorry ass travesties that he inflicted before being put in prison. Well, what I'm going to say is, um, if my answer isn't very good, I'm going to go back to the recording that we had before. Okay, that's perfectly fine. <laughs> but it's very easy, obviously, if you're of a psychotic, brilliant mind, to manipulate people to think how you want to think. I mean, come on, everybody thought Hillary was going to win. Uh but at the same time, Adolf Hitler took over an entire fucking nation and started a world war. I think he's a scumbag. I think he should never see the light of day. Except for in the yard. Well, yeah, and I don't even think she have a yard time. Fuck his one hour in the yard. This is a guy 
that while he has some brilliant music, we've heard it through uh, Guns N' Roses, yes. you know, as a hidden track on a spaghetti incident. He's a guy that deserves no fame, no fortune. He deserves to die in prison where he is. He look. He never killed anybody. Correct. And I get that. He never killed a single person. But he manipulated people into mass murder. Right. I mean, he killed the actress, and I'm sorry, I'm too drunk to remember who that was, and you're kind of hit me on the uh, offside here. But several murders committed by the Manson family. This man deserves to die in prison. I wish they'd executed a sorry ass years ago, but apparently, if you're a hippie, you can't be killed. Meanwhile, they're killing black leaders of black gangs. I don't understand California why they're saying they're such a liberal state. Seems they would have executed Manson as opposed to the, you know, leader of the fucking Crips. Right. But what do I know? Well, let me let me ask you one more part of the question, and this is the one that that we didn't get to finish the topic of conversation on. Me and you. Oh boy, I I am way too drunk for this. No, part. no, you ain't drunk. This is personal opinion and reflection. So. No, I I, I am drunk. <laughs> let me go on the record and say it. I am drunk. You, you may be drunk, but I know I know how good of an answer you can give, drunk or not. So, um, me and you being raised, beating our heads all our lives, if something's stupid or seems like a lie, what 90% of the time is it going to be? Stupidity or a lie, either way you look at it. So let's just say, because like all these other people that uh, run around and try to, you know, talk to everybody and get them to look and believe certain things. Now, I can get to a point if somebody did not have a lot of self-confidence of themselves or was in depression, I can somewhat get you're wanting to follow something that's going to make you feel better. But how can a person normal minded that was raised normally to basically be able to call bullshit on bullshit, be able to follow somebody like that. If somebody was to pull up in my driveway tomorrow and look at knock on my door and look at me and say, I am the spawn of Satan or I am God recreated. The world's going to go tomorrow. I'm going to have to kill you for this not to happen. That motherfucker, before I even blink, would already be dead on my damn property. But anyhow, how can anybody normal-minded be able to follow shit like that? I don't. Is is it the way I was raised that I don't get it or understand it? Or just just please give me a little reflection of how it is a person can follow shit like that. I I I do not have a good answer for that because once again. I will go back to uh, Adolf Hitler and convincing the entire nation that they're the supreme race. Um, well, do you think a person normal-minded could follow that, or could they? would they do exactly what me and you would do? 
I think a normal-minded person that gets pissed off about things can be swayed. Can be swayed, okay. Yeah, they can be swayed. Like, right now, you and I are conservatives. We both think that uh, white supremacism is bullshit. We both think that uh, we should have to pay for everything so that people can live off the system is bullshit. But you cannot tell me that somebody that thinks the way you and I do can't be moved one way or the other. Because even though I hate white supremacism, you hate white supremacism. Even though you hate illegal immigrants coming across our fucking border without coming in the right way, we don't hate the people themselves. Just once you come in the front fucking door, I think the same way. The, The problem is, if you're able to work on people and instill fear, and I, damn, maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's about instilling fear. You could say, like, Adolf Hitler in the 1930s, you know, this is the greatest race ever, and if you're not that, we're going to fucking kill you. Maybe that could sway you, because then it comes... It, it, it turns into a, a personal say. I want to say myself. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. I I don't have the answer. All I can say is, for the last eight years, people have bought into the Obama policies, and they're furious that the Trump policies, which are brilliant policies for this country they're they're furious they're destroying their own cities they uh they don't care because they want everything handed to them they don't want personal responsibility right it's 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 hard it's a hard dichotomy because i think adolf hiller was inherently bad right well i but i think go ahead i'm sorry Donald Trump is inherently good. It's a different kind of nationalism. Right. Do you know what I mean? You know what I'm yes, trying to say? I know exactly what you're saying. Well, the only thing I'm I'm curious, because, I mean, you, you know 90% of people in this world. If me and you and four other strangers were standing side by side, having just a normal conversation out of a lot of people, do you, do you honestly think that, like, uh, with that scenario... How many of them standing there would you think were actually drug addicts, dope heads, just having a normal, regular, everyday conversation? You wouldn't think any of them just from a normal, regular standpoint of just talking, being normal. Is that another? Uh, is that another reason no. for? Well, for, that's. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. That's that's not true because I uh, I'm way too familiar with dope heads. Right. <laughs> you know, my uh, my my ex, my daughter's mother is a fucking junkie. She's in prison right now for it. Her brother's a junkie. Just he got busted two years ago for trying to rob the bank. It's literally a mile away from my house. Her grandfather, my daughter's grandfather, was a junkie. No, I I I 
That dope thing? I, I can spot them with a drop of a fucking hat. Okay, well, let me... Is is dope one of the scenarios that would call somebody to follow someone like Charles Manson? Ooh, damn. Not, man, that's a good question. And I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. Because what's the timeline? The 60s? Yes. So we're talking the 60s. We're talking... Ex, not ecstasy. We're talking fucking uh, 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 acid. acid. Yep. Yeah, yeah. The same thing that Adolf Hitler was uh, uh, testing on his military. Yep. Yes. I think it could absolutely alter your mind and make you do things you wouldn't ordinarily do. I'm... um. Can I get real for a Please. second? By all means. I, I've I, I've done acid, and and I had a lot of fun. But I also had times where I smashed a cat on a signpost because it felt good at the time. Right. It's not a good drug. It alters your senses i remember dropping god i hope my dad doesn't listen to this <laughs> jesus christ i remember dropping acid and going to the uh, local blockbuster back when uh, we had blockbuster video when you go and rent movies Fuck, I ain't seen one and, um, yeah long time ago see two told you i'm old and um I remember peeking. I started like getting the giggles, and I just had to grab a film. So I grabbed Muppets from Space, <laughs> and, I, and I have to say, <laughs> to this day, <laughs> I, I, I still love Muppets from Space. Banana. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, I uh, God, I can't believe I just admitted that. Here, I'm gonna edit all this shit out because no way. You're a pussy if you do it. <laughs> yeah, I probably am. Pussy. But no, I um, I did a lot of things I'm not so proud of when I was younger, but because of it, it's formed. It's it's helped meld my thoughts today because I know the negativity it causes. Right. Well, that's why I was wondering, because, I mean, I, dude, I'll be real with you. There, by the time I turned 20, was not one drug that I didn't try. I don't know if I was just ever the type of person, whenever I was doing it, I could never get hooked. I, it, it was never addicting to me. It would make me higher than a damn kite and trip out like all hell. But I could never freaking get hooked on any of it. I'd be the next day and be perfectly fine, would go to school or go to work. Not even craving anything. I, I get what you're saying to a point, yeah. But also remember, like you said, dude, past mistakes mold you into the person you are today. Don't ever sit there and be uh, uh, shallow about that. Hell, <clears throat> me growing up, I, I, and I, I'll be real with you, shit. A lot of people, and you already know this, but hell, I'll be real with everybody that's going to listen to us. Um, 
me growing up, I fucked up tremendously because I fit, decided for some damn strange off-the-wall reason that I was more important than my own damn family. I gave, I lied on my parents. Hell, I fucking was so sorry enough to steal cigarettes from my own mother. Constantly. Wow. Just just, just because I didn't give a fuck. But looking at it now, and see the way, the way I look at this, because... Yeah, I'm Southern as shit, I'm simple-minded, but at the same time, I'm 30 years old, and I've been probably through more shit than most 40-year-olds have in their life, because of me thinking I knew every damn thing whenever... <laughs> I, I, I would call bullshit on that, but okay. <laughs> Dude, if, if I told you every aspect, I think you'd be like, holy fuck. Anyway... I think that should be an episode. Let's just do a true confessions episode. That, dude, that sounds... There we go for Dr. Fuck. There you go. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Anyway, uh, me growing up, I mean, I, I just, out of sheer stupidity, I, and you got to understand, my parents, God love them to death, and I've apologized for this all my life. My parents have done absolutely nothing but bust their asses and do the best they could for me. And me thinking oh, nice. I was younger, thought I knew more than them. I, I I literally, when I was 16 years old, got kicked out of my house. Because I thought I knew everything way better. And I didn't. I did not know a fucking thing. So. But you did then, right? Oh, yeah. I thought I knew. I thought fucking yeah. the, uh, uh, stank on skin with perfume. Point. Yeah, that's the point I want to make. You little fucking punk-ass kids that are 12, 13, 14, and maybe scrolling upon this podcast or living with my girlfriend, you don't know shit about shit. You don't know anything about life. You think you know everything. You don't. You ain't seen... Back to you, my uh, man. Oh, I'll just go and say, you ain't seen shit yet. None of for real. But anyway, looking back at it now, because I remember this like yesterday, when I was in middle school, ah, fuck, I can't remember how old I was, but when I was in eighth grade, I started smoking weed. Whoop-de-fucking-do. People in school fa- found out about it and was like, oh my God, he d- he does drugs. Stay away from him. He's, he's, he, he's a sorry-ass person. Now, I'm 30 years old. Even whenever I was turning 25 to now, I have looked at newspapers and stuff because I'd done all this stupid shit when I was that young. And every person, everybody that ridiculed me, put me down, done anything that they done then is now, A, doing it themselves, B, are broke and going through rehab or see in prison because they were doing this doing this stuff now later on in life now a lot of people yes they do not get the opportunity and or the experience in life because some of them are sheltered and some of them are to a point treated decently by their parents and they don't go out and party and do all this stuff and don't experience till later like in college years and shit. But personally for me today, being 30 years old, after everything I went through and done, 
I would have, and even saying this now, I am honestly 100% tickled to death that I made those mistakes then. I hated what it done to my relationships with friends, my parents, everybody then. But I am so glad that I done it all then instead of now. Because if I'd have done it now compared to then, my ass would be in prison or dead. One of the two. So, I mean, basically going through life, learning the experience that you do, I am so tickled, like I said, that I've done it then, than now, because just what I said a second ago, I would be dead or in prison, either one. So. No, and I, I, I absolutely feel you. I, um, I didn't smoke weed till I was 22, um, and I was going through a rough time there, and uh, it led to other things, um, which is why I'm kind of a advocate that, yeah, weed's kind of a gateway drug, because I did so many things that I don't even want to get into right, right. now. You know what I want to get into? Some more music! Yes! Holy fuck, I read the drunk man's, I mean, Bushy's mind. <laughs> <laughs> you read the what? <laughs> <laughs> Whose turn? Is it, it your would, turn? Is it my turn? It's it your would turn. be my turn. Yes, sir. Oh, uh, sitting here going through all of my little bitty bag of tricks of favorite music and stuff growing up, this is going to go back, and one of my main reasons of loving this song was because of the guitarist. This guitarist before he passed away, was playing for another band. But if this guy was still alive, honest to God, he would be like Jimi Hendrix. If he was still alive, he would be an Angus Young. He, he'd he be tearing it up all to shit right now. But I'm going to go back to uh, nice, ni- nice. 1977 with... Uh, a certain little band that a lot of people didn't realize. Also, the lead singer tried to kill himself. So I'm going to have to run with Quiet Riot. Riot Free. Uh, shit, it just left my damn head. <laughs> my God, it was right there too. Motherfucker. Well, thanks to the power of the interwebs and the fact that we talked earlier... Here it is. The Randy Rhodes years for Quiet Riot. Riot. Reunion.
Holy shit. You're you're not even old enough to remember that fucking band. That's amazing. Dude, I told you, Granny Clyde didn't raise no fool when it come to classic and southern rock. Right, on, on, on the, 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 the Jeep. Yep, in the Jeep, going down the road. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. And it really sucks because um, we're going to go completely opposite again. And that's what I love about this podcast where we play music because I don't have to do what I do on my radio show. So I'm going to go with an Elton John's. I, I'm pretty sure it's the Elton John song that I heard first. It's the one that sticks out in my mind. This is the one that I remember. This is Elton John. The title track, Too Low for Zero. Zero. You know I'm 
brother, I, I'll have to admit, I, I, Elton John is one, and I've, I've even considered doing a couple of his songs on here, but for you pulling it out first, a lot of props and respect, especially on that song. And just because a lot of people are mad and pissed off because he come out, I'm gay. Get the fuck over yourself. Shut up and just enjoy good music. Oh, well, I would hope that in this day and age that that doesn't matter anymore because you have to remember the metal god himself is also gay. So I would hope in this day and age that it doesn't matter anymore. We just have to appreciate talent where talent is. You know what I mean? But you know as well as I do, there's still people out there that cuss, rut, and rave over shit like that. And I'm sorry, just it aggravates me anymore. No one understands what United States, United, the word United fucking means anymore. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Say that again. Please say that again. United. United. Say it with me, my man. United. United. Jesus Christ. Doesn't matter what you feel or what you believe. United. And that's a beautiful thing. I love what you just said right Thank there. Thank you. I told you. Hey, you decided to get really drunk on this episode. I decided to get really smart. Everybody's going to be like, holy fuck. Are we going, do we need to expect Mountain Man to be a, uh, uh, intellectual now? No. This is just me proving no, to them. No. 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 They're not going to expect that because you said intellectual. What the fuck so word no, is it no. then? Leave me alone. <laughs> It's intellectual, but that's okay. So, we have come to the end of Rambling Volume 5 if, by if, default. Yeah, if all of it makes it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm probably going to edit this shit later. <laughs> but, Mountain Man, what do you have to promote? I'm going to say still, as i done last week, uh, and I'm going to use your word, uh, starts uh, with an R. Yeah, I'm going back to being a simple redneck now. What was your word of the week last week? Let's see if you remember off the top of your drunk ass head. I mean your head right now. No, I got no <laughs> idea. <laughs> that was last it week. It was a re, re, re. Trying to get your mind to kick fucking in. No, it, it, ain't, it ain't working. working. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have to go with basically what we done last week uh, for anybody and everybody that actually cares. Please, 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 if at all possible, donate, go help with uh, rebuilding and helping. Oh, recovery. recovery. Yes. Thank you. I knew it would take me take a second. I knew you'd remember, but please. Yeah, uh, I had to help you because you couldn't even remember the fucking no, word. No, and I ain't even as drunk as you, so shut up. Anyway, <laughs> uh, definitely go out and help either in Texas or in Florida, Georgia, any of those states right now uh, going through a hard time. Uh, I, after last week's episode of Bushy mentioning a few problems with Red Cross, I now agree after doing a little research. Um, but 
go to whitehouse.gov, look at good places to possibly donate and help everybody out. Um, go and, it, like I said, even if you can do it yourself, if you've got any extra, like, supplies, if you've got equipment that'll help clear debris, please, if you've got time and you're able, go down and help it, help them no matter what. And especially remember each other united. Please remember that word because everybody is trying to help everyone recovering in all of that uh, hurricane damage. That's all I got for at this point, brother. Nice, nice. And you know what? I'm going to be kind of in the same vein, and I'm going to kind of pit my radio station again this week. But uh, 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 thatmetalstation.com, www.thatmetalstation.com. We are uh, holding a, a raffle for the big box of metal. And I tell you what, there's so much cool shit in this in in, in this raffle that you might win. Um, we have signed merch. We have limited edition sealed vinyl. We have Kiss the Originals, which I am struggling and hoping to win. Go in there and you know, just click. Click on the links. There's four different links. I can't remember them right now. I've got one ticket, two tickets, three tickets, and four tickets that you can possibly yes. go and buy. And I'll let you continue. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the that's point, but I can't remember the cost. And you can use a hashtag to get a discount on the... Uh, uh, you know, on the raffle ticket. And if you want it, I'll tell you right now, use hashtag Bushy. But I'm also going to tell you, don't use hashtag Bushy. Spend the full amount. Buy your tickets for that raffle. Because a portion of those proceeds are going to Hurricane Harvey and Irma Relief. And that's what I want to promote. I want to promote the Big Box Metal Raffle. It's going to help the station and it's going to help those in need in Texas and in Florida. As a heads up for everybody, uh, the Mountain Man has already purchased his four tickets because I guess, uh, yeah, I just wanted to spend extra money for him. But I know for four tickets right off the bat without putting the discount on there because i'm like bushy if you're going to donate donate every bitch you can but for four tickets is 50 bucks just giving everyone a heads up we interrupt our program to bring you this important message that metal station proudly presents the big box on metal raffle starting soon and wait till you see what we have to give away tons of cds stickers fan merchandise Autographed equipment, limited edition picture discs, one-of-a-kind original pressing LPs of some of Metal's most classic bands. Make sure you check the website daily, follow the Facebook groups, all of the DJs, and keep your eyes open for more information. That Metal Station's Big Box O Metal Raffle, coming soon. Nice, nice. And yeah, you could definitely go to uh, www.thatmetalstation.com uh, 
and see what is out there. There's so much band merch, CDs, stickers, uh, side drum heads. It's, it's an amazing thing. Go out there, make it happen, and let's help those guys down there in Texas and uh, Florida. Fantastic. Well, I'm actually going to... Uh, whoa, what the crap? Wow, wow, what happened? Wow, I hear dogs barking and everything. Uh, apparently, pussy's hanging on the door and the dog's going crazy. Yeah, there's pussy hanging on the door and the bitch decided to go nuts. There you go. <laughs> God damn it! I don't have any pussy on my door! <laughs> Well, anyway, I'm going to run with this one, and we're going to go a little bit backwards, because since I started the show, fuck it, why not end it? Bushy, final thoughts. Oh, you're fucking me up. Motherfuckers, buy vinyl. By God, can't say that no much better. Either way, guys, thank you again for tuning in. Uh, sorry for the fact of our special guest not being able to make it. It's been two weeks now, but we're doing the best we can with what we're running with. We very, very, very much hope that you have enjoyed this episode of One Drunk Ass and One Semi-Drunk Trying to Be Smart. Yeah, what a lovely episode. Anyway, mother- uh, anyway everybody... <laughs> Stay sick. <laughs> Take care of one another. Skitter pal meow meow. By God, Mountain Man out. We'll see you next week. Hey, this was really fun. We hope you liked it too. Seems like we've just begun when suddenly we're through. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. Cause now it's time to go. But hey, I say, well that's okay Cause we'll see you very soon, I know Very soon, I know What the fuck is this shit? This is how we say goodbye on The Plug. See you next week! Blowing that
guitar George He knows all the chords When he's strictly rhythm He doesn't want to make it cry or sing up under the lights to play his thing And Harry doesn't mind if he doesn't make the scene He's got a daytime job He's doing alright He can play the honky-tonk like anything Saving Tell 